The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at theeppodcast.com. Sitting down here at the Nine Foot Homemade Oak Bar, Gavin Yeaman. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me. Gavin's been on before, uh, if you remember, when we did an episode called Tree City USA, Evergreen Park became one of the one of the towns, one of the villages, one of the cities with that designation. And we talked about all the trees that the village was planning on planting and putting in the ground and uh, just an increase of them. I actually ran into a neighbor whose tree in the, and it's the parkway, right? Correct. That that, that section in between the, the sidewalk and the street, which is not really yours, it's the village's, that tree died, and they thought they were going to have to spend a bunch of money. I was like, no, 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 call down the village. They have trees. You know, that that's theirs. They'll take care of that. Did you get all the trees in you expected? Yeah, this year we just wrapped up planting last week, and I think our grand total came to 127 trees we planted this fall. All different kinds too, right? Didn't you say that? Did you mix them all up? Right. I think we had 10 or 12 different types uh, to kind of mix up so you have more of a diverse population. Now we have the fall. Evergreen does something, and I love the brag to my friends that don't live in Evergreen. They don't have this. I get to just fire my leaves out into the street and leave them there because you come along and pick them up. Now, I know that I see the thing like, hey, fill up that one can before you do that. I don't think a lot of people do that. I think they just like fire and their leaves in the street. So tell me a little bit about the service. Um, how much that I just annoyed you by saying I just like firing because I can just see it by the look on your face like, oh, he's one of these guys. It's like one of those things where, I mean, I saw people a couple of weeks ago, just every lawn, and they're all just shooting them out there because they know you guys are coming. Right. We definitely offer that service, and it's a great service to offer the residents uh, that will vacuum the leaves from the from the curb line. Uh, we definitely do encourage residents to fill the green container first, mainly because this time of year when it's this heavy, our trucks will fill up and we spend most of the time driving back and forth to dump the trucks rather than actually vacuuming the street. So any, any volume that you can take off the street by putting in the green container really is recommended. Also, because that's a paid service that we already pay for, is to have waste management take those leaves for us. So use the green container first and then any excess that you can't get in there, we'd be happy to come around. Uh, with that being said, when it's heavy like this, it takes about two days per quadrant to make it through. So I know a lot of people get frustrated with where are they at, where are they at, but it, we're working our way through. Uh, it, like I said, it takes a couple days per quadrant and we'll be around to get them. This episode of the EP Podcast brought to you proudly by the First National Bank of Evergreen Park. 2.5% statement saving special, 3% on an 11-month CD and 3.25 on a 26-month CD. Gavin, my grandfather, left so much money to his kids, three of them, and it was all in CDs. It's a great savings tool. Those are solid offers right there. They're right over in that iconic building at 95th and Pulaski. Stop in, check out their total access checking account. Free ATMs nationwide. That means any ATM you use, if they charge you a fee, the bank pays the fee back for you. $300 bonus with qualifying activities when you get this. You pair it up with their mobile banking tools, their award-winning customer service, switch to a true community bank 
right now. Go to bankevergreenpark.com slash 300 or stop in and see them at 95th and Pulaski. No minimum monthly balance, member FDIC. Gavin Yeaman down here with us. He's one of those guys that makes Evergreen Park work, that's for sure. So, Gavin, I've had Waste Management on before on the show, and they talk about the things that get thrown into the wrong container. Do you go along and vacuum the streets and find that people throw stuff out there that doesn't get sucked up by the vacuum? Well, a lot of the problem is a lot of times there's a mix of branches and leaves, and the vac truck can't take the branches. You know, So we have to go around those piles and then send the chipper back another time to get, to get those. But yeah, there is kind of sometimes a mix or... Or people put grass out there or bales of straw thinking that, you know, the back truck can get those. <laughs> hey, throw the kids' toys out there. That vacuum's going to suck that up. Like that, that, I, I can imagine you run into weird stuff while you're going along. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, yeah. All right. So after the leaves, the Public Works Department, and you're the assistant director over there. Right. And the Public Works Department then, I think, runs into one of its busiest seasons. Everybody else is hibernating, and you're getting ready for... Uh, not only snowfall and removing snow from the streets, but it gets cold and it's inevitable. You're going to have pipes that are going to burst. You're going to have you're going to have all kinds of issues that are going to happen under the street. You're going to have cracks in the street. This this is the beginning of a busy season for you, right? Right. I mean, I think every season is busy. It's just a transition into a different season. So after the leaves are picked up, we definitely are even this week. I see there's a little snow creeping into our forecast. So we have some guys set aside. They're starting to convert trucks to, uh, to sn- snow prep. So we have snow, like you mentioned, when the temperatures drop, we tend to get water main breaks and things like that. So it definitely it doesn't slow down. We hope for a mild winter where we can keep doing other keep doing other work, like uh, to try to get ahead or catch up, because um, that seems, uh, seems to be what happens is we have a a lot of work, and then the winter weather just shifts on us, and you kind of have to shift gears. You can't keep working to catch up on some of those other tasks. You just have, you're forced by nature to shift gears on what you do. Snow-wise, how do you figure out how much salt, how many trucks, what you're, what you're going to do? Because I, I mean, I, I think to myself, okay, well, they might be able to get like an advanced forecast. You know, you look at the weather channel, I can go online. I can see about a week or two out. But when you're trying to plan for an entire winter season, is there something where like you're popping out the farmer's almanac you're looking at like previous years, like do you have a set amount of stuff that you keep on hand for the entire season? Well, for salt, we generally, we have, you know, we rely on history. We know what we use most years. So uh, halfway through the season, you have to kind of gauge where we're at in the season and see what we've used. Um, And there's been years where we've had to go out and get additional salt, or there's years where we don't even come close to using all the salt that we've already asked for. So that's just kind of a, a play it by your thing. And like I said, maybe in January, middle of January, you're you're like taking a, a snapshot of where we're at opposed to previous years, you know. So we kind of salt the same unless there's some crisis where there's no salt or towns are having trouble getting salt or things like that. But we generally salt the same type of salting every every snow, every year. We we salt the main streets, and then when the snow stops on the side streets, we get out there and get some salt down on the intersections and things like that. But, I mean, the way we salt is generally the same. It's just you have to kind of gauge on whether we're going to need to go out and get additional salt. When, when you're saying main streets, are you guys doing it on, on 95th and on, and on Kedzie, like, for example? Because I know 95th is a state road. 
But if you wait forever for the state, Evergreen would be under snow for days. Yeah, 95th Street and Kedzie Avenue are state roads, but the Village Evergreen Park has a maintenance agreement where we maintain those two streets. Okay, so you get that stuff out of the way, then you're hitting the side streets. You know, I'm on 99th, so I'm probably on that next list of grids, 99th, 91st, California. That's probably like the next... The next section of streets that get a little bit busier, and then you work your way down into the side streets. What I notice as I have family that's in Mount Greenwood, you guys kick Chicago's butt. Now, I know they're bigger, but I mean, like, what is it? Is there like a mandate from above? Is there a way that you do things? Is it just like we don't go to sleep till we get all the streets cleared? Because you guys, I've always been impressed with how much quicker it's removed and kept off the ground. And the amount of times you come back and redo it because you might have cars that were in the snow that pulled out and you go hit it again and continue to spread out the amount of stuff that's cleared away, especially in those big snows. You're ahead of the the areas around the EP. Yeah, I think that's just that's definitely just been the, the culture my whole time here. So it's, I don't know that it's any great thing that we've started doing. It's just the way it's always been. And, and I, I mean, I think we take pride in getting in, in getting those compliments where people compare us to other towns. But that that's really just the way we've always done it, and I'm sure we're going to continue to do that. That's awesome. Is it fun getting the snow or using the vacuum? I mean, do you do you ever? I mean, do, does it wear off after a while? Like a little kid probably is like, I would love to sit in the snow truck or vacuum up the leaves, and you're like, eh, it definitely that exciting. It kid. definitely wears off. <laughs> <laughs> Gavin Yeaman from the Evergreen Park Public Works Department. I appreciate you jumping down here, and thank you so much for telling us all about that. No problem. My pleasure. Anytime. The EP Podcast is part of the Broadcast Basement On Demand Radio Network, which means there's other shows that we do down here at the Nine Foot Homemade Oak Bar. You might have heard of them. You might have listened to them. One of them is Socks in the Basement. It is the number one White Sox podcast in the land. We get all the big beat reporters that come on the show. We get players that drop by. We got our finger right on the pulse. We cover my favorite team, the Chicago White Sox. We have a lot of fun twice a week, 30 minutes each time. Get it anywhere podcasts can be found and always at SocksInTheBasement.com. We're having a contest right now that you may be interested in. It's the $1,000 guest bounty. We did this last year. The finalists included the guy who got Jake Berger on the show. Someone got Liam Hendricks on the show. Somebody got David Sampson. He's a former general manager, won a World Series with the Marlins, was also part of the Expos organization, and told a story about how Jerry Reinsdorf said it's always good to come in second. Keeps the fans wanting more. He won, by the way. The guy that got him on the show last year won $1,000 cash. This year, you can win $1,000 cash from Parente and Norum. Just got to bring us a good guest. When you've been injured, you need a team that will do what it takes to fight for your rights. Insurance companies only care about one thing, their bottom line. The law offices of Parente and Norum, their team has the experience, dedication, and proven results it takes to get you the care and compensation you deserve. And they've recovered over $400 million for their injured clients and their loved ones. For a free case evaluation, EP Podcast listeners call or text them today at 312 641 5926 or visit pninjurylaw.com and they will give you a thousand dollars cash if you have the guest of the offseason on socks in the basement it doesn't need to be a white Sox person it doesn't need to be a baseball person although i'm going to tell you something michael massey's a neighborhood kid played for brother rice i know he hangs around the neighborhood from time to time even though he's a palest guy you get him on the show you got a chance i'll say that right now 
You might know somebody who's famous. You might tell all your friends, I know so-and-so. Well, get them on Socks in the Basement. You might win a G. To enter into the contest, send a message through SocksInTheBasement.com or go to any one of the social media services, find Socks in the Basement, hit us up through that. You give us a head start, we'll book the guest. That's all you have to do. Just give us a head start. They can call us on the phone or maybe we get them down here to the nine-foot homemade oak bar. One, two, three. How many feet is it? Nine. How many feet is it? Nine. How many feet is it? Nine. It's the homemade nine-foot oak bar. How many feet is it? Nine. How many feet is it? Nine. How many feet is it? It's the homemade oak bar. We're down here drinking at the homemade nine-foot oak bar. And I know you were, wish you were here and not so far away from the homemade nine-foot oak bar. Is it leak? Is it teak? I don't know, but it's not redwood, it's oak, you know, it's a how many feet is it? Nine. How many feet is it? Nine. How many feet is it? Nine. It's a homemade nine foot oak bar. I said, how many feet is it? Nine. How many feet is it? Nine. How many feet is it? Nine. Homemade nine foot oak bar. Homemade nine foot oak bar. Last week on the EP Podcast, we talked with John Dalkey over at the Evergreen Park Village Pantry. We learned about a need that they have. Don't forget, we're seeing an increased demand in people that need to use the pantry and a decrease in food being provided. It's not a money issue. It's an inability to get them the food. So if you're able to donate food, keep that in mind as you listen to John talk more about what's going on over at your local village pantry. I know you're working on a website too. When's it? When's that launch? I, the, the folks, I, I just bumped into them walking over here, Reed and Bridget over at Cool Clouds. They're putting Spoken Vine in over at 95th and Kedzie, uh, and they are active community members. And I heard that they're designing you a website. I got a first look of it here in your office, and um, it, it's it's sharp looking. I think it's going to make it a lot easier for you to get your message out and for people to look it up real quickly what you need and help you out. Yeah, it's going to be pretty comprehensive. Uh, Bridget and uh, and and um, Liz Benson. Have done a great job at, at helping us build out this site, and but you know we're having information for patrons, we're having information for donors, and we're having information for volunteers. So it's there's a, a lot of new information. Um, the actual address is going to be uh, www.eppantry.org. Hasn't launched yet, though. It hasn't launched yet, but it'll probably it'll definitely be launched before Giving Tuesday because we're gearing up for that. So that'll be our first Giving Tuesday event that we've ever held for the pantry. When is Giving Tuesday? I, it's November twenty third, if I'm not mistaken. So you're coming up on it, and and from what I understand, you've got your you're, you're handing out for for Thanksgiving. You do a thing for that. That's invitation only because essentially you're you're giving it to the people that normally are here. You don't want somebody jumping in all of a sudden right. saying, "Get me a turkey." And they're really you know, that's how you make sure it gets to the person in need. Right. So you have that event coming up, and then Giving Tuesday is not only going to help out for people uh, around this holiday, but it's going to get them into December. It's going to bridge that gap, 
really you need to bridge that gap until this federal assistance uh, happens in January and then you still are going to continue to have problems with actually getting the food yeah, money's I mean, not the problem uh, yeah food food getting food is is, is a problem I, you know I can't believe here we are in the United States of America and it seems like all of a sudden you know it's hard to get large volumes of food um, when you need it you know I mean you could get it but it's taking a month to get it you know but if you need it like next Friday you know it's going to be difficult you you have an increase you got a 40 percent increase recently in the amount of people that need help. I can only imagine that there's more people out there who are struggling and aren't sure whether or not they qualify for the program. Tell me tell me who qualifies to come into this pantry and get help if they're struggling. Well, I know you're up 40 percent and I feel I, I see this look on your face. You're like, Chris, we need food. We don't need more people. But I mean, I, we, you know, there might be somebody wondering that. You know, there's a qualifications based on the number of people in your family. That will also be on the website, you know, when it's up and running, you know, who's eligible for it. But our pantry is specifically for Evergreen Park residents. But because of our contractual obligations for the Greater Chicago Food Depository, we are required to uh, provide food for non-residents once every 12 months. So, you know, we, you know, we've been getting a lot of non-residents, too, because... You know, there's, there's just, uh, you know, the pantries are getting less food. So what happens is people go to more pantries in order to make up the shortfall. You know, so, I mean, even Evergreen Park residents, they may not get enough food from us, and they'll go to Operation Blessing out 128th and uh, Cicero and get, and get food. And it's because Operation Blessing serves a wider area. They serve all of Cook County. We only serve uh, Evergreen Park residents. But the Food Depository has a great website. You know, if the people get to the website and they type in their zip code, uh, it'll, they'll tell you the number of pantries around you and what time they're open, who they serve, and, um, you know, contact information for that pantry. So on top of providing food, you do provide financial assistance as well. What what exactly is that? Because when I was when I was flipping through your new website, I saw that on there that there's another category for people that need financial assistance. Who qualifies for that? What what kind of assistance do you give? Well, first of all, the financial assistance that we provide um, it all started with an organization called A Healthier Evergreen that was uh, a charity that was run by Sister Margaret Hoban and Little Company. She passed away a couple of years ago. So the Healthier Evergreen was merged into the food pantry late last year. And so that's where we get the financial resources. The, the original uh, downstroke that the, that that, that um, organization received was from the Ozinga family who donated like $100,000 back in 2003. So they're a very generous and well-known family in the community. So, you know, the type of resources we provide basically are we um, uh, Utilities, your support for utilities, emergency home repairs, emergency auto repairs. I mean, our goal is to try to keep people in their homes. You know, it's like, for example, if you, if you, if the water gets turned off, you can't, you can't even live in your home. So we try to help, you know, in, in those situations. And the process starts with the Office of Citizen Services, and they go to their sources for funding. Uh, some of it's federal, some of it's state. And then after they, they've used all those resources, then they refer to people to us. So if you want to maximize the benefits you're going to get, um, you go start at the Office of Citizen Services. And that information will also be on our website, too, on, on, on the processes involved in maximizing your benefits. Now, these financial resources are only, again, available for uh, residents of Evergreen Park.
You have a need for paper grocery bags I'm seeing here. I know you're also getting a lot of interest uh, about pantry operations from groups looking to volunteer. How are you doing on volunteers? Volunteers is, is great. You know, we're getting more groups that, that want to come in for, you know, you know, one or two time, you know, times, you know, like the, the holiday seasons. You know, we're going to be getting a lot of food drives. And um, most of the guys here and gals, uh, their eyes aren't as great as they used to be. So I love to get young kids in here to help us when we're sorting through the cans to make sure that, you know, the best use by date hasn't, hasn't gone by. Kids can read those labels, we can't, you know. So, you know, we do get, I think the Girl Scouts are going to be in here soon. Um, the kids from Evergreen Park High School are going to help us on the uh, Thanksgiving Day distribution. And it's just a lot more vibrant when the young kids are in here, uh, you know, putting things on shelves and, and just, you know, and they, I think they have a lot of fun, too. And it really opens their eyes to what's going on in the community. Also, I'm seeing here that you're looking for some help from the EP podcast listeners here. You want to put together uh, posters in entryways of stores with a QR code so that people can just quickly check it and see what foods that you need. So when they're shopping, they're able to right away take a look at it and you're looking to build your social media presence. So right. if there's somebody out there that can help you out, uh, how do they contact you? Um, they can call us um, 708-629-8526 or they can send me an email at epfoodpantry at gmail.com. So the food pantry needs food and it needs a little bit of help setting up uh, posters with QR codes and some social media stuff, things that kids would do. Kids are better at that stuff than adults. I actually lean on my kids for some of the stuff that I do for this podcast just because they get the technology, especially the social media stuff. So if you're a parent with a kid or let's say you're a kid listening, I know we've worked with the kids over at Central Middle School, some of the other schools in the area. I was just over at Evergreen Park High School doing a talk with a journalism class over there for an entire class period last week, talking about how to do podcasts and how journalism has changed in the last 20 years or so. Had a great time over there with those kids. If any of them are listening and can help out, or let's say you're an adult, you know all this stuff, reach out to me if you can't get a hold of John over there at the food pantry. Reach out through the eppodcast.com, leave a message, go through social media, throw it into a Facebook comment. I don't care. I will get you in contact with him. The food pantry needs help not only with people getting them food, but they need some technical help as well. Uh, a lot of hardworking people over there, but they're not professionals. They're not getting paid to do it, and you may be able to help them out. The food pantry helps out people just like Hyatt Home Medical Equipment here in Evergreen Park helps people stay out of assisted living, helps people that have just gotten out of a surgery or an injury, people that need to make their home into more of a smart home, have to reduce the fall risk in the home, retrofit the bathtub. Maybe it's not an injury. Maybe you have sleep apnea. They have the latest in CPAP technology. They have testing rooms for the machines. They're going to make sure that you get the most out of your machine. They have the latest in diabetes control as well, oxygen tanks for those that need them, and so much more. Check out all they have to offer at hhme.com. Keep independent, stay in the home. They'll work with your insurance, and they'll give you an additional discount if you mention the EP podcast. Stop in and see their friendly staff right here in Evergreen Park, 3518 West 95th Street, Hyatt Home Medical Equipment. I mentioned earlier on in the show that this is all part of the Broadcast Basement On Demand Radio Network, and then I just mentioned that I was talking about podcasting with a group of high school students over at Evergreen Park High School in their classroom 
last week, which was an honor to be asked. I've been over there a couple of times. I've been on Zoom during the pandemic talking with some of the classrooms over there. I've also uh, talked with other area high schools as well, people that are interested in this medium that is podcasting, which is blowing up. And I don't just do my own shows. We have people come in here, local business people that run their own podcast from down here at this bar. Butch Zemar, local Evergreen Park guy. He's on the board over at the Evergreen Park Chamber of Commerce. He has a podcast called the Zemar Podcast. He talks about getting people insurance for their companies. And he tells stories about when he was on aircraft carriers servicing jets. He's also a scuba diver. It's a really interesting show. Colleen Klimzak, another Evergreen Park business person. She's a professional organizer. She has just recently launched Your Organized Life on the network. I just produce her show and then change everything that I'm doing here because that's how I get more organized. But something that I want to announce on this show right now is that there is a brand new podcast coming to the Broadcast Basement On Demand Radio Network. For all of you who have listened to a podcast and thought to yourself, maybe I should try to do this. After speaking at a couple different symposiums, I was at Chicago Podcast Day, I found that a lot of people want to know how I do what I do, and that's why I am launching, along with my partner Ed Siebert, a new podcast called Podcasting for a Living, and the show is going to tell people how to podcast. It is going to launch exclusively, at least at the beginning, on Spotify through the Anchor Network. You can also go check out the website, podcastingforaliving.com. It does not launch until Thanksgiving. So if you're listening to this show before Thanksgiving, it is not launched yet. I think there's one episode up right now as I'm recording with you. And then we are going to launch, I think, like 10 episodes right away, boom, on Thanksgiving. But I get questions all the time, like, how do you do this, Chris? I get a lot of people that'll that'll shoot me emails and, and give me calls and stop me at events. And I'm happy to talk to you about it. But there's only so much I can do with like one or two questions. Here you can get all the information. It will be available starting on Thanksgiving Day. It's just another podcast that I do. Man, I do a lot of these things. Pretty soon I won't be sleeping. I'll just be living down here at the bar. That's healthy. It is now time to repeat podcast word on the street. Thanksgiving is coming up and the village hall is closed. I know. How lazy can you be? Like not being open on a major holiday. They're going to be closed on Thanksgiving and the day after as well, the 24th and 25th of November. I'm joking about the lazy. I'll be closed too. Meanwhile, before they're closed, get in and see the board of trustees. They're having a meeting. Say hi to Mark Marzullo. Tell him what you want. 6.30 p.m. the night this episode comes out. Monday, November the 21st, 9418 South Kedzie on the second floor. Your word on the street brought to you by Cool Clouds Vapor Shop. Quitting smoking is hard. Cool Clouds wants to give you an alternative. They have a full taster bar, great CBD products. Very soon, I want to say by December the 1st or right after Thanksgiving, I noted just like this weekend coming up might be the last time they're at their original location and then they're going to be over on the corner of 95th and Kedzie. But for now, Get on over there, check it all out, 3837 West 95th Street, or visit them online at coolcloudsvapor.com. The Evergreen Park Fire Department and the Community Center are drop-off locations for the annual Chicagoland Motorcycle Parade Toys for Tots Toy Drive. Toys will be collected until December the 20th and must be new and 
unwrapped. Don't wrap them ahead of time. So again, 9000 South Kedzie at the Fire Department, 3450 West 97th Street at the Community Center. If you want more information, visit ChicagolandTFT.org. The Illinois Housing Development Authority has reopened their mortgage assistance program designed to assist homeowners financially impacted by the pandemic. The fund provides up to $60,000 in mortgage assistance to eligible homeowners paid directly to the servicer, taxing body, or other approved entity. The program is free and funds do not need to be repaid. Heck, I'm gonna check out whether or not I'm eligible. I'll take 60 grand towards my house. Applications will be accepted until midnight on the 31st of January. The program information and updates are all found at Illinois Housing Help Org. Register today for Christmas break camp at the community center. Evergreen Park residents grade one through six enjoy a variety of activities, crafts, games, fitness, field trip to the Daniel Capuano ice rink and so much more. Space is limited, but it keeps the kids busy during Christmas break. It runs December 27th to 30th, January 3rd through the 6th, 9 a.m. until 3 p.m. $280 cost for the eight day camp that takes place over two weeks. If you want more information, 708-229-3373. Tickets are now available for the Sounds of the Season Christmas concert at Most Holy Redeemer Church, December 18th at 7 p.m. Rich Daniels and the City Lights Orchestra playing. Evergreen Park Recreation Department is presenting it, and the tickets are available on a first-come, first-served basis, limited to a one-time pickup of four tickets per person at the EP Rec Department. This thing sells out every year make sure you get your tickets. The final thing that we're going to talk about on the EP podcast is brought to you proudly by SidSauce.net. Local Evergreen Park residents growing hot peppers here in Evergreen Park in people's backyards. True. Then they develop the sauces, they bottle them, they deliver them to your door. They're really good. I love them. They're the only hot sauces I keep in the house. See everything they have to offer. Get the hot sauce at SidSauce.net. District 124 will be hosting a substitute teacher job fair on Thursday, November the 17th, 10 a.m. until 1 p.m. at 2929 West 87th Street. The job pays $150 per day. That's your EP Podcast Word on the Street. Enjoy your short week, all of you that have it. You have a normal job that, you know, you're going to work Monday, Tuesday, maybe Wednesday, be off for a really long weekend, eat a lot of food on Thursday, lay around the house or like a relative's house. Congratulations to you. If you're not one of those people, trust me, I've been there. I worked every Thanksgiving for 10 years as a Cook County 911 dispatcher. It was the best day of the year. Nobody causes any trouble on Thanksgiving. Christmas, people will cause trouble. New Year's, the world is up for grabs. Fourth of July, forget about it. But Thanksgiving was like the greatest day to work in a 911 center. Like eventually, somebody's uncle told somebody's other uncle that they were a jerk and somebody got stabbed. But there was like one of those in the entire county. Mainly, you just sat around, ate a lot of food, and watched football on TV. Wherever you're celebrating your Thanksgiving, have a great one. Enjoy your week. We'll see you next week. And if you miss us between now and then, remember we're on demand anywhere podcasts can be found and always at theeppodcast.com. Another show is wrapped up. Another show's in the books. Another show is wrapped up. And then by the looks, it's going to be a good one. And we'll see you next week. And the dude is basement And the dude is basement Oh
Another show is wrapped up. Another show is wrapped up. Another show is wrapped up. And it's in the books. Another show is wrapped up. Another show is wrapped up. And by the looks, it's gonna be a good one. Nudie's Basement. Broadcast. Basement. Lenudie's Basement. The Broad Basement. Slancha. The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at the eppodcast.com.